choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. Yo, 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 what up? It's your girl, Kells, at KMGZ. Um, as you may be able to tell, this episode is a little different. Um... Chelsea had some last minute shenanigans and could not make this episode and as you guys know I do not like doing things last minute and I wasn't prepared for this and so rather than get on the tweets and um you know say sorry guys last minute thing can't have an episode or whatever decided I get on here and do this thing myself um and Chelsea will be back next week so, we'll, you know, we'll see, we'll rock with this and, and, and see how it is, but, you know, we're trying to grow our audience and we're getting new people every week and we appreciate y'all for listening to us and we don't want to be inconsistent and just constantly, my bad, my bad, my bad, because that's not what, you know, is conducive to growing an audience, so here I'm is, um, and this is going to be episode 93. I usually don't do this intro stuff, so y'all bear with me. But I have written things down because I am prepared because admin is not my shit. All right. So, um, you know, it's a little weird doing this by myself. but So, we're going to start out with yours and negritudes. And um, uh, those of you who know me or who have listened to this podcast probably know what it's going to be. Perhaps you don't. I don't know, but it's Rihanna, y'all. Y'all know it's Rihanna because she got the humanitarian award at Harvard, and um, it was outstanding. She had them fucking Harvard people eating out the palm of her hand. I'm telling you, Rihanna is does not get the credit she deserves. The girl is a beast. She's very smart. She's very articulate. She's a, she's a very 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 good woman on top of just being the fucking shit that she is. Um, I watched it on live stream, Harvard, uh, live streamed it, and, um, it was really good, it was was short, uh, well, not too long, um, I I meant to write down the young lady's name, but there was a, if y'all could YouTube it, I, I, I put the, um, YouTube on my Twitter feed, but I mean, you could just YouTube it, but if y'all can watch the whole thing, that there's, this white girl got up and gave, uh, a speech, and it was just great, it was such a, it was a great speech, it was talking about all the things that I'm always saying about Rihanna, and y'all think I'm a stand, and I am a stand, but I don't stand for just anybody, and you know, I've told y'all my Rihanna story before, and the girls fly, and I don't just be liking any old people, it got, you know, you could be flying on stage, and you could give good performances and all that, but if I don't connect with you as like, in some other way, I'm usually not, you know, down for you, so, you know, that's why I, I've said before, I don't connect, I like Beyonce, I love her music, but I just don't, um, I don't know, I don't, that's, that's as far as it goes, like, outside of her on stage, I'm I'm not too interested, um, you know, beyond that, but Rihanna is fascinating to me, um, and so she, she went, and she gave this, the, the white girl gave this great speech, though, about, like, how Rihanna is a feminist, and she doesn't need to say she's a feminist, and she gives a, uh, this was a white girl, too, and she gives a refreshing, um, she gives a, she's like a breath of fresh air on white feminism, which, you know, we all 
talk about every day, and it was just everything that she said about Rihanna is what I've been saying, and um, and Rihanna gave an outstanding speech as well. She talked about um, because she was she was um awarded for her um Clara Lionel Foundation, but turns out she has been doing she has been setting up charities and stuff like that since she basically since she been on so. Um, she had done a lot of other things, and, um, so she just talked about her, um, motivation for that when she was little, you know, we all saw them commercials with the, you know, the kids with the flies in the eyes and shit, and just for a quarter a month, you can save little, you know, Baktu from, you know, a life of poverty or whatever, and she was saying how she saw those, and she was always thinking, you know, how many quarters would it take to save the whole world, so, if you could watch it, I ain't gonna give you the whole speech, but it was good, it was outstanding, she, she's never let me down, one, one reason I could be a firm member of the Navy is because Rihanna has never done anything to let me down, she's never said any stupid, anything stupid, she's never embarrassed me, she does her research, she's a bright girl, she's well spoken, she's well thought out, she's very deliberate, she never has to say things and come back and clarify or re-clarify or just not say anything at all because, you know, she doesn't want to be misunderstood, you, you're not gonna misunderstand Rihanna because she's articulate and she makes herself very clear and she doesn't let you get her fucked up so shout out to um, Rihanna for yours and negritude the other yours and negritude is gonna kinda blend into my current events and um, I'm talking about Remy Ma <sighs> listen that diss track, that fucking sheather the <laughs> I, I'm an old nigga, y'all know, I'm about as, I'm about the same age as hip-hop, I might be, the, I don't know what the official date is, but I mean, I, I'm about the, when, when Sugar Hill Gang, when that first song came out, what was the name of that, Rapper's Delight or whatever came out, I was like four, five, six, maybe, I was a little kid, so, you know, I, I grew up on rap, my whole life is rap, so, and you know, it's been some diss tracks, it's been, you know, Tupac hit him up, everybody knows, the bridge is over way back in the day when MC Shan the BDP and them was going down. Um, you know, Nas and, and uh, Jay-Z. It's, it's, um, even back, a lot of y'all new niggas don't know. Y'all don't understand, but when hip-hop first started, it, it was it, all the, um, the, the, the battle rap really started with women rappers. It really started with the real Roxanne and Roxanne Shantae where they was going back and forth. That's what really started. And then niggas started getting on to it too, but that's what really started. So it used to be a whole lot of, of women rappers and, and um, one of the greatest diss songs of all time, Paper Thin and 10% Diss, was done by MC Light. Um, I forgot who MC Light was battling back then. Who was in, one of y'all out there know? Um, Queen Latifah was battling Foxy, but that was a little later. But when Queen, when Queen Latifah and MC Light was out, they were like, they were mentioned, like, not just like best female like we do now, like they were meant, them two were mentioned as like best rappers like, it wasn't no qualification for female, that's how dope they were, it was MC Light, Big Daddy Kane, um, LL Cool J, although he came a little bit later, um, it, um, Queen Latifah, uh, KRS, who else was out back then, um, Rakim, them dudes, and, and, and Light, Dana was a, Latifah was a, was like a, a level lower, like, if you, people get in, going back and forth, and they be like, Dana nice, she not quite as nice as, as Light, and I think that's a fair statement, Dana was nice though, but Light just had that man, if you, goddamn ho, here we go again, that, that line that everybody thinks is Lil' Kim's line, that's MC Light's line, and if you listen to that song Paper Thin, 10%, yo, MC Light was nasty, she wasn't nothing to fuck with um, she was the Remy Ma of her day, but anyway um, this, this Sheether DJ Envy said this on the radio, and I usually don't agree with nothing 
Envy says, but this one I happen to agree with. He was like, that's definitely a top three diss song, and it might be a number one. And I, I, I gotta go with it because hit him up. That was like a part, like hit him up was was hit him up. But that you know who shot you personally is I think is better. But whatever, I'm, I've let that go. I'm not gonna die on that hill. But hit him up is a dance song. It's a party song, and it it was personal, but it wasn't seven minutes of it had a hook. You know what I mean? It had a chorus. It wasn't just seven minutes of just not in courtroom 502 shit. You know what I mean? It was like, yo, that shit. My God, I was in this kitchen. I don't know what I was doing on Saturday. I was minding my business, and I don't know. It was like, it was early afternoon. I think I had just come in from somewhere. I don't know. I just know I was in that kitchen minding my business, and across the TL, because I didn't follow Remy. Um, I, I saw, like, I forgot, like, one person was, was tweeted, like, yo, or some shit like that, but you know, whatever, cause y'all niggas be hyping shit up, so when I looked, and then I saw somebody retweeted Remy's tweet, where she was like, where she added Nicki Minaj, and asked her, did she wanna see a dead body, my nigga, the level, the levels of disrespect, of this fucking record, like, my nigga, from the way she added you, like, <laughs> Oh, <laughs> like she could have just put this shit up on SoundCloud and let it make the rounds. She added you. She wanted you. See what that was was I want you to be the very first person to hear this shit. I know everybody else gonna hear it. They gonna click. They gonna see it because on my TL. But I want you to be the first motherfucker on the face of this earth I don't want you to hear it from this person I don't want you to hear it tomorrow. I don't want you to get rumors and I want. I'm sending it to you. Do you want to see a dead body? Because I'm letting you know prior to listening to it that you're going to be dead, that I'm, I'm, I'm killed you. She could have just added her that, that you want to see it, nigga. Oh, it was a thing of beauty. You don't understand. Petty cancer cows. Oof. It brought a tear to my, it brought a tear to my eye just to act. So I scrolled down and I had a little issue because I think when it first came out, like a lot of people was trying to listen. So it was, it was buffering. It was, it was a problem. But I finally got it to play. And oh, 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 mm, mm. I mean, what to say, what to say, we've all heard it now, and, um, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just the most yeah, disrespectful thing, like, I can't, I can't even, what are the words, like, what do I, what do I say, like, my God, like, it just never stopped, it was just like, it kept going, it kept going, and just like, one rude thing after the next rude thing, and you would think, like, at some point, she'd be like, okay, she's reached her peak rudeness, and, um, you know, then now it's gonna be on the back end, and she gonna smooth it out, nope, 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 never smoothed it out, and, 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 bruh, brothers and sisters, when she got to the part, this is, this is the part that I feel was, was really over the line, everybody talk about the, the pedophile brother, that, that, it was a little low, but I mean, hey, it's been in the news, and people have commented on it, and it is something that's like, I mean, whatever, I, you know, that's your bro. I ain't gonna tell you what to do with your family, but it's it's a disturbing story. But when she ran down her deal, my nigga, I I tapped. I swear to God, I physically like paused, sucked my. I was like, oh my god, and I tapped my pocket. She had me questioning my finances with that shit. Like, oh my god, did I have? Do I got the right change? Like nigga, do you know how, do you know how, that, that was the cut, 
That right there was the cut because it's like she knew what Nikki only Nikki only responses to sales and to this and to that. And listen, sales is sales. You can't take that away from her, but that don't got nothing to do with can you rap? And she knew she was gonna do that. And any response that Nikki could have, anything that she could say, Remy addressed that shit like chess, my nigga. She checked, made it the fuck. She's ten steps ahead. You can't say anything. And all these people talking about Nikki still has responded. She's not gonna respond. Listen. If I was advising Nikki, I would say, Nikki, listen, they, you are dead, she killed you, she buried you, she cut your throat, you're dead. It's nothing you can say, even if you put a decent song together, and I mean, look, Nikki could put a song, she could get her writers, she can get, she can call Saf, beg Saf, Safari, Safari, whatever, and she could put a song together, and it'd probably be good. I mean, looking ass niggas is one of is one of Nikki's hardest shits. And we know that Nikki can put a song together. She ain't did it lately. Her feature's been real weak lately. But we know that she can do it. But it it doesn't it, it's not gonna be it's it's never gonna be better. It's nothing she could ever say. It's nothing. She can't so why do it? you know, you just gotta play dead, you just gotta act like it never happened, do what she did I know it's weak, I know it's whack but, like, from a practical sense, it's nothing else she could do you gotta just tweet through it, you just gotta put them you just gotta act like it never occurred, that's what I would do, I'd be like, yo, just act like it didn't occur, put your song out with Future whoever, make some hot music, and just act like it never occurred, when they ask you about Remy just, you know, you don't know who that is or, you know, draw a blank, whatever <laughs> do the Mariah Carey, I don't know her, whatever like you got, oh my god, the line about you fronted on Mariah cause Mariah don't carry oh oh, oh. masterful masterful she hit everything, cause that really bought, that really irked me about Nikki. like girl, I don't give a fuck how many rap records and starships and bubblegum you put in your hair and con- whatever ass shots you do Mariah Carey is a motherfucking legend and she could take her career, wrap it around your neck and choke you to death sis, and still have like 20 yards of rope to go, like you just gotta you just gotta know when you just out of your element, and I just didn't like the way she tried to play Mariah, constantly play like girl you are here because you are a gimmick and you hot right now, Mariah is here because all these girls up here trying to sing her songs, and learn her songs so, you know, I didn't like that and Nikki just I've said this before, I never was a big Nikki fan because I I don't like the whole, let's come in on the fake gay bar shit till we get hot that's corny to me, but it's just uh, the few incidents she's had, she just seemed to me like an asshole, and I really don't like the way she do Safari, and and I look, I'm not getting, I don't know what Safari did, I'm sure he cheated, whatever whatever the fuck he did that made them break up, I'm sure it was justified, but he never had you out here looking crazy he never embarrassed you, whatever it is, we only knew because the police was called, we wouldn't have had no, no knowledge of what occurred between y'all, so, so he kept you, he held you down, he was your boy from way, I mean y'all was a couple but y'all, y'all been together y'all grew up together, so y'all was friends first, right, because from like 14, 15, that's a day one that's, that's, that's young nigga and the way you fronted on him and did and, and, and I just didn't, I just didn't think that was cool, like I don't care what he did, he cheated on you, whatever, that's between y'all, you wanna be petty with him personally and, and be, block him and all that, cool, but the way you dragged him with Meek and tried to play him with Meek and was calling him corny everywhere and just like with this cornball nigga that you with that everybody knew was a cornball, like it's not about y'all being boyfriend, girlfriend it's about that being a nigga that 
was with you when you was nothing, when you didn't have nothing, that supported you and never said nothing bad with you the whole time. Like he never talked down on you when you was taking shots and whatever you was doing. He never said nothing. He kept it classy, you know? So I just, that isn't to me. Bert, and, and we see what Meek is Meek is a gossiping little Twitter fingers nigga now he on the Instagram telling all your business just like he was telling everybody else's business like birds of a feather flock together she rubbed me the wrong way I don't I didn't like the way she um when the Pulse nightclub shooting happened how she got tried to drag that dude and all he was really trying to do was be like hey sis you know this little tragic thing happened and you know a lot of your fans get um fans are gay, you want to say something, or whatever he said, and for her, I just don't like her, I don't like her, um, and I just, you know, I was just been waiting for this, because I feel like she, Beyonce put her on a song, and she just started feeling herself, and thinking she was like the shit, and it's like, settle down, girl, like, you, you, you cool, but you, you not, you not, on that level, like, you just not, like, you got a lot, you're not even really, you, you sell records, but you don't sell as many as, like, a Katy Perry, or a Taylor Swift, who nobody can't stand, but I mean, the girls sell records, like, you're not really on that level, sorry, and that album you put out, the pink print, it was okay, but, like, girl, settle down, so I feel like she got beside herself, I think she got a little big, and this is, and now she is humbled, and good, go be a pop star, shorty, because it, it's nothing, that was one of the coldest, that, that was one of the coldest diss. It's definitely top three. You could might argue that it's top one. Like what's like name me a diss song that was worse than that. Yeah, Pac, you call you a player, but I fucked your bitch. But that was a very melodic. It was you know a couple shots, but it wasn't seven minutes of just destroying a person and just leaving them a fucking corpse when you was done because Biggie came back with some shit, like it was a back, it was still a back and forth between them two, like Biggie was not dead after that shit, Biggie was was not, this is this is different, like this is this was just total destruction and oh my god, it was so great it was masterful, and if anybody within the sound of my voice, if you have not heard it I don't know where you've been on the moon or whatever please play it, like ah, oh, just perfection and Remy I want to hear, I said this before, I really, this, I want Remy Ma and Young M.A. to hook up, and Cardi can jump on the shoe, y'all know I love Cardi, y'all know it was an early adopter Cardi, right, I put a lot of y'all on the Cardi, but I don't think Cardi's lyric skills right now are up to, um, are up to Young M.A. and, and Remy's level yet, she could get there, she, you know, that, looking at for a lick joint is hot, but I don't, she not, she not lyrical like that, so, I, you know, I don't really necessarily want Cardi on it, yet, but if you can get Remy and Young M.A., the same way Remy and Joe be on the album, cause she don't, Joe, Blato or Plomo, I like that album, but like, the parts where Joe is on, I don't need it, like, if it was just Remy, I think it'd be a way better album, like if you could get Young M.A. and Remy on the album like that, oh my god, because them two are two of the best out, period, not female out, it's not too, it's not too many male rappers that can out-rap either one of them, especially not Remy Young M.A., her flow is kind of the same on every song she got lyrics, I, if she could if she could switch her flow, she got that same conversational that, that same flow, that conversational flow that she always has it's always the same, on from ooh to, um, I don't be knowing the names of these shits, but if she could switch that up like Remy does ride the beat a little bit more, ugh, 
she be crazy, but Remy is, Remy is crazy right now, like, I would love to see them too, I would like to see them two on the record, because I think that Remy would push young M.A. to be all she could be, like, get her on a better beat, because a lot of her beats, like I told y'all, ooh, a lot of her beats, though, you know, okay, they're alright, but not my favorites, but Remy could push her, you know, to, 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 to just excellence, and I think them two, call it Remy M.A., or I don't know, Young Remy, I don't know, something like that, but yo, oh, that shit would be nasty, 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 so, um, shout out to, to, to Remy, um, we, that's, rolls us into current events, I know I gave that as, uh, yours and nigger too, but whatever, same thing, moving on to the Oscars, congratulations to Moonlight, um, it's the best movie of the year, I saw it, I was in that shit crying like a little bitch, um, it was just touching, it was such a great movie, um, all the gays, we loved it, because it was just special to us, and we understood it, and we just don't, you don't, this is just what we've been, look, we, we always try to say, yo, we are human beings, this, this sexuality shit that y'all be so wrapped around, that y'all be so caught up in, who's, that's like, that's, that's just, that's not all a person is, like, a per, like, you know, it's a whole life here, that's just one thing, we don't wake up every day, like, trying to be gay, and shit, it's just, it's just who you are, and, and, you know, this movie just showed that, like, yo, this little boy was from Liberty City, he had his mom, he was a crack, he had regular shit, and on top of all that, he trying to deal with his sexuality, and figure his sexuality out, and what does that mean for him, and, you know, niggas fucking bullying him, and picking on him and shit, he gotta deal with that on top of everything else, so, like, when you, when you coming up and you LGBT, you gotta understand that all the stress that regular teenagers go through, which is a lot, you gotta compile that on top of questioning your sexuality and, and dealing with it not being accepted, or all the dumb shit that niggas be saying all your life, you gotta deal with that as a 14, 15 year old, so, you know, when people ask, well, why do kids commit suicide, or why don't they, that, that's why, because life is hard enough as a teenager, as we all know, and when you compound it with being different because of your sexuality and all these dumb motherfuckers out here, man, it's it's a lot. Yeah, so, um, shout out to Moonlight. It was a great movie. The actors were great. And that, um, I should have Googled it, but whoever plays Teenage Sharon, that nigga's fly. I like that dude, man. That nigga's fly as hell. What else I want to say about, oh, yeah, so the, the guy who plays Sharon is a teenager. Love him, love his style, love his swag. Um, I gotta, I hope, I hope to see, I hope to see more from him, because he's, he's, um, he's, he's outstanding, um, they did their little Calvin Klein ad, and all of that, so, let's move on to the disastrous announcement of Moonlight, so, when they said La La Land, I turned this shit off, because I had been saying all day, that they was gonna rob them, as soon as Faye Dunaway said La La Land, I clicked TV off, had gotten to bed, um, got in the bed, then I see these tweets, oh my god, I thought it was a joke, you know, the onion joints or something, got back up, turned it on, and, or no, no I didn't, did I, I think I turned it on and it was already off, but I think by that time people had, like, showed it on the TL, so I watched what happened, so the first time I watched it, I was like, what the fuck, um, then I just kept watching and watching and watching it, and I was like, okay, looks like to me what happened was, 
I don't know how, I just still don't understand how he got the wrong envelope because it's the last award of the night, so there only should have been one envelope left. So if there's one award left and you see you have two envelopes there, whether it's duplicates or not, you would think that you would look and make sure, okay, this is the envelope, seeing as it should only be one, right? So for whatever reason, they did not, they explained it in the paper, but it still ain't make sense to me. I'm like, but why, if if you gave Emma Stone her um, award in her envelope, then you should have threw the duplicate envelope away. Like why, you knew, my point is, if it's one award and two envelopes, you should know one of those ain't the envelope. So you should check, like, to make sure. So they gave him the wrong envelope and he came out. And what happened was, and he said this, and I mean, I believe it, because you, you could see it, it looked like that to me, that when he opened the envelope, and he saw that it was not the right envelope, he didn't know what to do, so he was looking around, and Faye Dunaway thought he was just trying to, you know, be funny or whatever, and she's like, oh, Warren, oh, read it, oh, read it, so he looked around, and I, I, probably waiting for, like, somebody to be like, oh, we got the wrong envelope, maybe he should have said it's the wrong envelope, but I think what he did, what he thought was, alright, let me show it to Faye, so she could see that it's, cause she was pulling on him, like read it or whatever, so I think he was showing it to her, cause he pulled it out and held it for her to read, like look and see what it says, to read it, and she just grabbed it and said, La La Land I think that's what happened, that's what it looked like, cause soon, because even right before he handed it to her, if you look at it he said no, he said no and he kept looking at the moonlight people, so they probably told him when he walked out, you're giving it to moonlight or I don't know, but he was looking in their direction and he said no, and then as soon as she read it, he jumped like, ah, you weren't supposed to read it, you supposed to look and see it was messed up. Maybe he should have been like, yo, this the wrong card, but I think that he wanted, they, they was up there two old people, you know how old motherfuckers is, hey girl, read this, what do that say? And she just read it, and then shit got fucked up. But anyway, Moonlight came out on the stage, oh, and the other thing I want to say is, um, the white dude who grabbed that envelope and made sure that people, listen man, I understand people saying about their moment was ruined and, you know, you don't make it about the white guy, but he was gracious, my nigga, because they was up there giving speeches, and we see now, at the time that some of them were giving speeches, they knew that they had not won, and they was just gonna roll with it and, and keep giving speeches, even though they didn't win the trophy. That's some Caucasian shit. But he said no, and he went over and 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 pushed dude off the mic, and said, yo, Moonlight won, and snatched that card out of Warren Beatty's hand, and was like, this is not a joke, and made sure they got the trophy, and I mean, he, that, that was classy, like, nigga, you would've had to drag my shit out my hand, like, no, nah, y'all read the card, y'all said I want that, you know, it's embarrassing, so come on, don't, don't be stupid, don't be dumb, oh, well, why they gotta make it about the white dude, and oh, he did what he was supposed to do, I mean, okay, but he was very cl- gracious, and he was very classy, and he made sure that it was known, he held the card up, and made sure that it was known that they won Best Picture, and he took the Oscar that he had in his hand, and handed it over to the rightful owner, and that's, it was a classy thing to do, now, do they need to keep connecting the story up, and making it about the white dude and the mistake, perhaps not, but I mean, you know, it's not gonna be ever be able to be separated now, because that's, that's what occurred, and I don't know, maybe they did it on purpose for that, I, don't, I mean, I don't know, let me take my tinfoil hat off, but some people have implied that perhaps um, that mix-up was done on purpose, I don't know um, PWC took the took the fall for it um, and good, because 
that's just ridiculous, like, you had one job, and that was the most important trophy of the night, and you fuck it up like that, and then it took so long to correct, it took so long to correct, like, as soon as you heard Faye announce it, somebody should have came out, y'all let them people, it took them, like, a good two, three minutes to walk up on the stage, y'all, y'all could have held them off at the pass, like, whoa, 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 uh, hate to break it to you, but, uh, you didn't really win, you know, like, something, so, but shout out, like, and then all y'all talking about, oh, well, uh, if it wasn't for the sexuality, it was a good movie, but it wasn't movie of the year, well, then what movie was better, please tell me, because wasn't none of them ones nominated better, Hidden Figures was an excellent movie, I don't think it was movie of the year, though, um, it was really good, but, I mean, come on, what was better, La La Land, what movie came out this year that was better than Moonlight, none, shut up, um, and if you think so, you got trash taste, because I've seen a lot of movies this year, I didn't see La La Land, didn't need to, um, I ain't seen none of the rest of them, but I know Moonlight was, the, of the movies I saw, Moonlight was the best one, I already know, um, alright, moving on, speaking since we on movies, let's talk about Get Out, did y'all see Get Out, I'm not gonna give y'all the plot away, cause niggas be mad about spoilers and shit, but like, I, I knew that y'all was hyping that movie, because y'all hype everything, and Jordan Peele, to me, Key and Peele are not funny, his brand humor is not for me, I just don't think they're funny, I've never seen anything that they do be funny, and I just was like, uh, I don't know about I saw the preview for the movie a few times when I went to see other movies I thought it was like a joke or like a parody and I was like, is this for real? and um, then I found that it was a real movie and I was like, oh, so I went to see it I mean, it was decent, it was a nice little thriller movie it had some, you know it wasn't, it was it was a decent movie, I would not go see it again I didn't think it was groundbreaking I didn't think it was particularly deep, it was more funny than anything, it was parts in it that made me laugh, but like, I wasn't sure of what the message was, because it's a movie about like, white people, and how you can't trust white people and all that, which is true, and and true, but, he's married to a white woman, not that that has anything to do with it, not that it's, I'm not trying to say it in a bad way, but like it kind of like, I didn't really get the message of the movie, because without giving any spoilers away, the the obvious takeaway from the movie was like, you know, you can't trust white people, and, you know, they they only want, how can I put it, they only want black people as far as black people can serve them, and they don't really want black people as black people, like, we're kind of trendy, we're kind of fat, and you know, that's as close as I can give y'all to what the movie's about without getting, without giving anything away, and, but, you know, you being married to a white, I just, I don't, what am I trying to say? Everybody is trying to make this, make this movie, like, this great, um, dissection of race, and this great, like, lesson, and all this genius and everything, and I mean, I thought the messages were pretty obvious, I didn't think anything was too deep, I didn't think they were particularly, um, clever, not saying that they weren't, not saying that they weren't clever, but, like, it wasn't, there wasn't anything in it where I was like, oh, wow, like, every, everything that he, everything that he was trying to convey, like, came across, obviously, like, there wasn't, you know, there wasn't anything that's like, oh, let me watch it again, because I ain't realize, blah, 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 people tried to make it that, I don't think it was, like, I just think it was, you know, I think it was a very straightforward what his point was supposed to be, um, but I just not sure what the message was, like, I got what the, I got what the, um, 
no, I got the messages that he was trying to send. I'm not sure what he was trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not sure what the overall arching theme of this is trying to say because the the scenario that happened in the movie really only happens if you're dating white girls. So it's like, are you trying to take this broad black guy who dates white girl thing that every black guy who dates white girls is probably going to bump up with and have to deal with and apply it broadly? Because that don't work for me. And that's not a judgment on black guys dating white girls. It's just that, yeah, when you date white girls, you're going to have certain issues and their parents might be racist and their friends might be racist and you might be, like, that's what happens when you date white people sometimes. So it's like, if you want to avoid that situation, don't date them. And I'm not saying it, like, in 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 a cultural way. I'm just saying, like, as a movie, I didn't really understand what he was trying to say because I got the messages and I got the symbolisms, but I don't really get what your point was because this is not very universal story. Because, you know, if you just don't date white girls, it's not an issue. Or if you're not, like, in that, immersed in their world, which a lot of us are not, outside of work and where we have to be, it's just not an issue. So, it wasn't, that's why I was like, people's like, oh my god, this is an indictment on racism. Is it really? Because it seems like a very specific situation that has been um, dissected many, many times, and that, you know, people are pretty familiar with the dynamics um, you know, of the Mandingo effect and all of that shit, so, I mean, you know, it was okay, it was, it was worth the, I, I used my work discount, so I ain't paid the full 15, but it, it was worth what I did pay, and, but I would not go see it again, and it was, y'all hyped it, and I knew it, because, you know, that's what y'all do, um, moving on from that, I was going to talk about that, uh, As We Rise, which is the show on ABC about the rise of, like, the gay movement, I guess, but I only saw some of the first episode, I have to watch it again, and then I think it comes on again tonight, so maybe I'll discuss it at a later date, um, but it, it looked, the part I did see looked good, though, like, I didn't want to watch it, because I was like, ah, it's going to be some cheesy shit, and it's going to be all, you know, white, get white gays love telling the white gay movement from the white gay perspective, and no other perspective, and I thought it was going to be one of those, but it's not, it's addressing that in it, um, so I'm going to watch it, because it looks like it's going to be decent, um, they had some lesbians in there that had me laughing, that shit was funny to me, because they had them down, <laughs> they had them down perfectly, um, uh, so let's move on, um, what else, current events, so the game interjected himself into the Nicki Minaj Meek Mill beef, I feel like, sorry, excuse me, I feel like the game been just sitting around, just like Meek was sitting around waiting for her to fall off with Safari, I feel like the game is sitting around waiting for her to fall out with Meek, because, not that what he said about Meek was not accurate, because it was dead on balls accurate, he read that nigga for blood, and every word of it was true, but, why, my nigga, like, I just don't like gossipy niggas, like, these niggas just run, this, that's the other thing about Sheether, like, yo, this is rap, I have a problem with you, I made a rap record, I made a diss record, I'm gonna sit in jail for seven years waiting for a bitch to try me, and you are it today, and you getting these, these, these shots, and all this Instagram, and thug, thugging, and three and four inch hashtag up paragraphs, that shit is corny, man, like, stay out of it, mind your business, Nikki, you know, 
the first person she added was Trey Song. I don't know if she hitting these niggas. Joe defense. It's corny. Whatever. It's very corny, sis. Like whatever it is you're doing, you're not addressing Remy. You got all these niggas riding for you. It's very corny. It's very weak. You're looking like a punk chick right now. Like I just, I just no other way to say. It. You're looking like a punk chick. You look like you got punched in your face, and you, and one of them kids that get punched and pull out their report card and start talking about how you get all A's and how you the best in the class. Ain't nobody asked you that, sis. Like, like we fighting right now. Um. So, the game is whack, Meek is whack, um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, them niggas are probably gang up together on a, on a diss track or some shit, whatever, I don't know, the whole shit is corny, I just don't like these gossipy men, I don't know what this new shit is, I told y'all I'm very sexist when it comes to some things, and I just don't like niggas always just gossiping and yipping and up in, up in business, like, I'll go cut a grass, go, go change the oil, go put a trash out, I don't know, go to work, do something, punch a brick, something, like, please, no, I don't like that shit, um, other thing I was gonna talk about here was Betsy DeVos, but I don't know what it was now that I think about it, oh, I guess the letter about the, the, um, HBCUs, I, I, I think y'all give Betty DeVos too much country, like, I don't, I was reading an article, I don't know, somebody tweeted it or where it was, and they were talking about how uh, the structure of the education thing works, and they were saying how um, a lot of this stuff that Betsy DeVos is saying, she's not able to do because it's not, it's not in her, um, you know, it's not, it's not within her power or whatever, she has to vote, like she can't just unilaterally change things. And, um, and so I'm not really sure that we should maybe pay her as much attention as we do. Um, so, this is usually the part where we do what has us fucked up, but let me think. Do anybody have me fucked up today? It's gonna be a short episode because it's just me. And again, I just wanted to give y'all something so we won't have to be apologizing on the mic and going forever without, you know, no episode and canceling last minute, which I don't like to do. Um, who got me fucked up? Mm, I don't think, I think I had a, I think I had, well, I'm not sure if I told y'all this before, but like, so where I sit at, like I got, cause we got more people in. So where I sit at, I have to, um, I'm sitting across from, like, different people, and this, this fucking dude, that, that, um, the Trump voter, I call him a Trump voter, I'm pretty positive he voted for Trump, this motherfucker sits across from me all day long and clears his throat, (coughs) all day, constantly, consistently, I'm about to kill this motherfucker, man, like, dude, how, how can your throat be fucking not clear all day, like, what are you doing? This motherfucker, on my nerves. So, he might got me fucked up. Y'all see me on the news, y'all know I stabbed his ass in the neck because he's, like, and then I be looking around like, yo, none of these other people hear it. Like, this don't bother y'all. I don't know. It's because he sits right across from me and I hear it, but, like, I, I the, seat, the seat I had before was across the aisle from him and I just never had to deal with him, but this motherfucker sits in my face all day and then he stares at me. You know how, like, people, like, they try to look at you to see if they can engage you in conversation? I don't speak to this motherfucker because I know he's a Trump voter. And he's one of those motherfuckers, sneaky Trump voters. Like, he tries to act like he's appalled. But, nigga, you voted for Trump because he wouldn't, he'd be, oh, I don't know, like, Hillary this. He's a dumbass. Like, I know he voted. Anybody that's, that's, don't think Trump is a complete 
moron voted for Trump, so I know he did, and he be trying to engage me in conversation, the other black lady in there will come and talk to him, I don't talk to his ass, cause, fuck you, but he might get stabbed in the neck with this grunt and shit, alright guys, so, um, it's a little short show, y'all got half an hour, yeah, y'all don't need me to talk for an hour, two hours, um, I'm not gonna review the shows, because I don't see the point with just me, um, but I will say, let me see, Black Ink, oh, okay, no, let's do, let's do this show real quick, Black Ink, yo, Sky, you need, them niggas Caesar and oh shit, and, and, um, fucking Teddy, them niggas is some bitches, man, because when that dude walked in that shop, he looked like trouble, and the only one that even took a move, these niggas spent all day snapping and yelling at women and calling women bitches and hoes and shit, but when that nigga came in, they was quiet as kept, and, excuse me, all of them look fucking shook, Caesar ain't even take one step in that nigga direction, they look shook as fuck, and, um, Walt, skinny ass Walt, was the only one that went into that shop, made, Walt was the only one, that made sure Sky was okay and went outside and was like, dude, I don't know what this is about, but you gotta go. And um shout out to him. And I keep saying Walt the only one that got any fucking sense anyway. And <clears throat> Walt and Sky. But um, you know, that dude is a is a creep. Like she said that she said that she got pregnant with him, she was fourteen, he was like twenty nine. That's that's statutory rape. Like Sky had a rough life, man. I just wanna take Sky away. Her mom got issues you know, I'm glad, this is, people, you know, I don't know, pe- they say God does test his best warriors, and, you know, Sky could could be way worse off, and, you know, for her to come out the way she did, nice personality, nice disposition, she has issues, but I feel like, you know, she's a good person, and she, you know, I, I just feel for her, because it's a lot of people that use that background and those experiences to just be shitty, and not be nothing, and be shit, and she's, you know, not doing that, and, and made her way to Black Ink, and, you know, hopefully, I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm rooting for her, and I'm glad she found her mom, because she done been through some shit, and, um, you know, so, but I just want, that, that part made me mad, because I was like, you bitch-ass nigga sitting here screaming and hollering at girls all day, and bitch this, and bitch that, and this nigga come in, and, and y'all all shook and scared, y'all ain't even go outside, like, that's how, that's how shook he had you motherfuckers, you ain't even go outside, Walt went out and made sure that that Sky was okay, and Sky, you need to take, uh, uh, account of that, cause them niggas ain't shit, um, Duchess left, I'm a, whatever, uh, Duchess was not, again, I said last week, I don't believe, I don't, not that I don't trust Caesar, or not that I trust Caesar, or think he wouldn't lie about it, it's just the story, that girl came out the alley, out of nowhere, talking the shit she was talking, it just ain't, I don't believe the story, I, I just don't, um, and apparently Duchess did, or she just didn't like the way it said, whatever, I think she's doing the most, but I really don't care, because I don't like Duchess, and if she want to go back to North Carolina, fine, because I feel like that shop is much more better when she's not there, and runs more peaceful when she's not there, um, but, yeah, that shit with Sky and that dude, and so hopefully, and, and but, <laughs> I had a question, because I was like, well, how did he, I mean, I guess you could watch the show and figure out where she's at, but, like, at some point, she had to, I guess she signed a release for him to be there, but I just wondered, like, I don't know, it seemed like, did he just walk up in there, was that plan, I don't know, but either way, she's, her whole personality changed, and she looks shook as hell, so, you know, I just thought that was fucked up the way, they just, none of them, 
none of them did shit, but that's how bitch niggas like that are, like, they, they yell, they'll scream on a chick, they'll yell at a chick, but they're not gonna do shit to a dude, although, although Caesar has fought before, but it was, um, who, what, what's the other dude that ain't on the show no more? Um, that dude, y'all know, the skinny dude with the hair that was on the show, he, he fought him, but, like, that ain't no, that nigga is, that ain't no real fight. Um, ain't stepped to old boy that came in that shop, though. Didn't move, was froze, like, frozen, like Disney and shit. Um, alright, y'all. So, again, I apologize. Um, I don't like doing last-minute stuff. We do this every Wednesday, it's just been an issue lately, people's schedules are different, I don't know what the deal is, but, um, you know, we're trying to build this podcast, we're trying to give y'all quality episode every week, I didn't want to leave y'all hanging, so y'all just got me this week, hopefully I, um, held y'all over, um, um, oh, let me do the outros, which I never do, but I wrote it down, so I will be prepared, so, um, please follow us on Twitter, it's at thanks underscore for asking without the G, um, our email is thanks for asking podcast at gmail.com. Y'all ain't sending us no email in a while. Like, I don't know. I guess, I guess y'all say fuck it, but whatever. If y'all ever want to send us an email, a topic, a subject, or, you know, whatever, just send it to us and we, and we'll address you, um, if we can. Um, so this is episode 93. Um, I usually have two of us and we decide what to name it. Um, since it's just me. Man, we named this regular Smegula or Solo Dolo or something like that. Yeah, there we go. Solo, episode 93, Solo Dolo. Um, hopefully, we won't have no issues next week, and we'll be back as usual, and we'll give you a full episode. I gave you an hour, though. Talk to y'all for an hour. That's, that's I feel, you know, well, just about. I think that's good. Um, so, you know, thanks to listen. Thanks for listening. Thanks for asking. We're going to try to be consistent. Try to keep this going. Try to... um produce quality shows for y'all, um, sorry about this last minute change, but I just wanted to give y'all something and not nothing, so, um, thanks for listening, and we see y'all next week, peace.